On this week's episode of the Simply Mishka podcast, I decided that I wanted to give um, five different tips of how I overcome having suicidal thoughts and um, dealing with depression and things like that. And, you know, I I was recording an episode and I kind of had a change of perspective of what I wanted to talk about. And I'm happy that I had that change of perspective because I feel like I, I, I was able to be a little bit more insightful in what I was talking about. So I would like to thank my, my dad for the change of perspective, but I would also like to thank, thank my friend Chris for the change of perspective. Um, but anyway, let's just get straight into this week's episode. Good morning, everybody. This is Mishka, and this is the Simply Mishka podcast. This podcast took a very interesting turn today, okay? Because I had already recorded an episode that I had to end up deleting um, because the conversation took a completely different turn. Um, I was doing some research about what I wanted to talk about, and at the moment, my perspective was completely different. And then after I talked to one of my friends yesterday, and I talked to my dad this morning and my my perspective kind of changed a little bit on what I wanted to talk about. And also before I had started a podcast, you know, I was like, I was praying. I was like, oh, Lord, God, I just pray that you lead me and guide me and help me lead me in the right direction in terms of this conversation. And trust me, God did just that. Okay. He did that very thing. And um, the conversation that I'm talking about is um, whether or not when a Christian commit suicide whether or not they go to heaven or if they go to hell and for me I was at the stance of you know they don't go to heaven because they committed suicide and suicide killing is a sin and you know I was talking to my dad because like while I was um doing the podcast he he called me the first time and the first time I was like I just ended the call and then this, he called me a second time so okay I picked up the phone you know because I wanted to know like if he, he needed something because before I started the podcast, I had, I had called him twice. So I guess he was calling me to make sure everything was okay. But I started having this conversation with him. I'm, I'm like, you know, daddy, what happens? Like if a, a Christian commits suicide, do they go to heaven or to hell? And um, he was saying, he was saying that, you know what? You really, it, it depends. And he's like, you really don't know because there are different situations. And it's like, how do you know that they really committed suicide? And I was like, well, yeah, that's true. Like, how do you really know? And and to some people listening, that might sound very weird. But to me, it doesn't. Because I'm a, you know, how it says in the scriptures, for you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of darkness of this world. And, you know, for me, it's not just about the physical things that you see. Like, there's a lot of things that are happening in the, in the, in the spiritual. Like, I believe in spiritual warfare. I believe in prayer and things like that. And there are sometimes I'm I'm like even when I was going through, um, the time where I was going through depression and having suicidal thoughts, like I'm telling you, the devil is real, demons are real, okay. And um, it brought me back to a memory of when I was in Jamaica and a friend of the family, um, she ended up dying because she was she got killed because, and she died because people in the church were praying and fasting against her mom and because she was the one that was weaker spiritually she was the one that got the brunt of the attack and she ended up dying and um when I was little because I think that was I was very young at the time like let me see she was a lot older than us but she was such a nice 
she was so nice she was older than us i don't remember how old she was um but i remember i was in primary school so that must have been probably maybe i was 10 or 11 and i remember i think she was in her early she was in her early 20s i think she was in her early 20s but she was so nice like she was a, a family friend and um I remember hearing that she died and my dad telling us how she died. And when I know, like for me, I would never want to ever go to a open casket. Like, I don't want to see the body. Like after seeing that, like her face was so beat up. Her face was so swollen. It looked like somebody had beat her up and it, nobody beat her up. Like she got a, like demonic attacked and she got the, the mess beaten out of her. And she ended up dying like seven years later not seven oh my gosh seven days later she died after she came on the attack and um you know my dad was saying that there are some cases where it looks like you know somebody had committed suicide but that might not be the case how do you really know that that's what really happened before they died um especially if you weren't with them and you know it really made me think because um, when you start having suicidal thoughts and when you, when you, when you get into that point of you, you, you're thinking of giving into those suicidal thoughts, you're really not yourself. You're really not yourself. That person has really, has, is really not their self. Like when you start thinking that way, you become passive. And I remember it was very hard for me to fight back. You know, I, I was very lucky that at the time I was still living at home and my parents were able to intercede on my behalf and pray for me. And, you know, I was not myself and I could not pray and I was not strong spiritually. And, you know, if I was out in my own, I was going through that, that depression and suicidal thoughts and those situations, I, I most likely would have been taken out. If I didn't have a, a dad that was a pastor and a prayer warrior that was able to pray, with me and, and and have a mom that was able to pray and do spiritual warfare, then it, it would have been a problem. But I'm so grateful that I'm here today. And um, there are some cases where it would look like that person has committed suicide, but they really didn't. Like they're, the devil took them out. And some people, and you know, it, it brings me back to the, the pastor, Jared Wilson that, you know, committed suicide. Like, who's to say that he really committed suicide? Maybe he got taken out. Like, pastors are not, just because they're pastors and they're leaders, doesn't mean that they can't come under attack. That's why, especially leadership, they have to be under constant prayer. That's why the congregation needs to be um, uh, constantly pray for their pastor, constantly pray for the leaders of the church because they need it because the devil doesn't like um that the gospel is being spread you know he is he comes like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour and trust me if you are doing the work of god and you're trying to spread the gospel you're trying to do good work he he wants to take you out and if he finds a weak spot that he can take advantage of then he will do it and you know jared wilson he was a a huge advocate for suicide prevention and just for the fact that um he died by suicide it could have possibly been that the devil took him out like he didn't like what he was doing and he found a weak spot and he took him out like i don't know i just don't when i really think about it a guy that was at seven thirty was playing 
with his son and everything was was great and fine and all of a sudden at eleven forty five he's dead. Like I really do think that something off happened and something that you know that they really couldn't explain. And I would love to believe that he is in heaven. Um you know, because there is a possibility that he still is, he's in heaven because God is the one at the end of the day. And ultimately, God is the one that's able to make that decision. And you never really know somebody's circumstances or what is really going on behind closed doors. And you're only like seeing the, the outside perspective, but God is the one that sees all. So I've come to the conclusion that for me, I really don't want to say oh it's the end all be all like if somebody does something then they're definitely going to heaven or they're definitely going definitely going to heaven or they're definitely going to hell because you never know what's really going on behind closed doors in somebody's situation because sometimes you would think that the person that oh yeah that person is definitely going to heaven and come to find out you know no they probably didn't or you think oh that person is definitely going to hell and then come to find out well no they probably in heaven so you really only will have all the answers to those things when Jesus comes back. That's when you're going to know we, we come into that knowledge of what is really going on. Because right now, God is the one that really knows everything. And we'll be more knowledgeable when, you know, the church gets raptured and we come to understand what, you know, everything is really about. But I am happy that. I kind of got that change of perspective and I'm kind of happy that m me and my friend were talking yesterday about, you know, the different things. And, and I'm happy that I got to talk to my dad um, this morning and to kind of get that different perspective and to be reminded. And you see, that's the that's the good thing. I am always open to listening because I know for a fact that I'm not always right. Nobody is right 100 percent of the time. You know, there are some things that you make, you make mistakes and you think certain things that are not necessarily right and correct. But the thing that I love to make sure that I have is to be able to listen, to hear people out. And because there are plenty of people that have better ideas and how the world works and how things work that are better than me. And it doesn't really matter if they're older or they're younger. I still listen to them and they, I listen to their perspective. I listen to my, my students when they make suggestions because there's something about kids like sometimes they don't overthink things they kind of just make suggestions and then you're like thinking to yourself oh my gosh that's actually really good I never thought about it like that or you know like um just even just older people with their experiences and, and the things that they've been through in life and how they can offer advice and things like that so I really do think I do have a change of perspective and I think that the, the main thing to focus on is how do we overcome, especially in the church, because a lot, there are many people in the church that are suffering from suicidal thoughts and depression and anxiety and, and all these different things. And, and especially like the thing with depression and suicidal thoughts seems to be a very taboo topic in the church, but there's many people that are suffering from it but they won't say anything because they they feel ashamed or they feel shameful to even mention it because you're like how am i a christian and i'm suffering from these things but i'm the thing is you know jesus never said that we wouldn't face certain things you know he didn't say that we wouldn't confront certain things you know in in 
Psalms 23, it says, um, I really don't know what specific verse, but I do know that it's in Psalms 23. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So as you're walking through life, you're going to have these ups and downs. And nothing, God has never promised that everything is going to be perfect all the time. It's not going to be sunny, sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and gumdrops. And everything's going to be happy, happy, smiley face all the time. No, he never promised that. He did promise that whenever, whatever you're going through, he's he is able. God is able. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all he could ever ask or think. He's able to provide. He's able to heal. He's able to comfort. He's able to do everything that you can possibly ever need in your life. God is able, okay? Um, and you just have to, to walk by faith because without faith is impossible. It's impossible to please God. So the thing is we have to come up with a solution. Like how do we overcome, like as Christians, how do we overcome suicidal thoughts? How do we overcome depression? Those type of things that, that plague us on a daily basis because i'm telling you the enemy he likes to find open doors and he likes to come against the people of god because he doesn't want you to walk into the inheritance that god has for you he does not want that he wants you to be um in suppression he wants you to be passive he wants you to sit there and it's not fight back and that's one thing that i realized is that when you are passive that is when the enemy goes on a rampage because being passive is you just sitting back and just letting things be and I, and I realized that when I was going through that season of depression and having suicidal thoughts, that I was very passive and, and, I, and I wasn't fighting back. And one of the reasons why I was passive and I felt like I had no strength and I felt very weak, I was not reading my Bible. I was not praying like I should. Now, the thing is about being a Christian, in order for you to be strengthened, because you're not strengthened in your own strength, you're strengthened in Jesus Christ. You need to be reading God's word. You need to be in your Bible. Like, how can you know? How to, to to counteract what the devil is trying to do in your life. How can you counteract his attacks and to fight back if you don't know the tactics that he uses. If you don't know how God says that he, what weapons and, and what strategies God gives you to fight against the enemy. Um, if you don't know your opponent, you're not able to beat them. And so like the enemy likes to, you know, learn people and to kind of figure out where's their weakness. And when that, that weakness is there, he takes it. Trust me, give him my inch, he's going to take a mile. If he sees a crack in the window or a crack in the door, he's going to come in some way. He's going to slither on up in there, okay? If you give him a chance to get in, he's going to come all up in there. So you have to know, like, what are the things in your life that causes an open door for the enemy to come into your life? Because if you don't know those things, if you don't know what are the things that grant the enemy ground in your life and territory in your life to be able to wreak havoc in your life and some... Christians, they're not aware of it. And I think that's an that's that's an issue. It's like they're dealing with these certain situations, but they don't know why they're going through those situations and they don't know why they're not able to overcome it or they feel like they they, they can't conquer it. It's because they they're not in their word, they're not being prayed up, they don't know about certain situations, they don't know how to pray, and they don't know what God says about certain situations and his promises that he has for them. And that that's a problem. You know, it says um in the in the Bible, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and there's many christians or many christians that are their lives are being destroyed by the enemy because they don't know any better they don't know how to pray they don't know how to fight these things that they're going through and for me i'm 
very lucky in a sense that I have a pastor as a father and I have my mom that they they know how to pray and they know how to do spiritual warfare and those are things that I grew up learning about certain things that I um you know just grew up learning because even now my, my dad like he wrote a book that should be coming out you know sometime later this year and it it's called the third dimensional man and he talks about how so many different things like um the christian faith and um interpreting dreams and um things that you know that are foundational for christians to know that they, they some of them might not know because they're so used to going to church <clears throat> And just learning the cookie cutter thing. They're just only getting milk. They're not really getting any meat, any substance. And a lot of those things that my dad talks about in a book. Like, because when, when he was asking me, oh, how do you feel about the book? I'm like, I really do. I, I do love the book. And I feel like these are things that I grew up learning and I grew up knowing. But I know that people are going to love it because these are, these are things that a lot of people probably have never heard about. But I grew up learning those things. And I said, like, the first half of the book when he was going over certain spiritual things, um, I'm like, yeah, I already know these things. But the last half of the book, um, where he's um, talking about different life experiences, when he talk about Moses and dream interpretation, things like that, there are certain chapters that I'm just like, oh, wow, that resonates with me because this is, I feel like this is a season that I'm going through. So it's like you have, you know, the first half is more like for the people that are new believers and they're not really sure about certain things and in the last half of the book is kind of like uh if you're a little bit more seasoned and you know what's going on it's like there's different chapters where you're like oh my gosh this resonates with me this is what i'm going through right now and you know as christians it's very important to be knowledgeable and to constantly learn be learning about your faith and learning about god like the learning process for god never stops the learning process about god never ends like there's nobody in the entire world that knows absolutely everything about god because god reveals to people what he wants to be revealed okay and he if he doesn't see it as something that is necessary for you to know then he's not going to be let it be known um because it, it even says nobody knows the time or the hour that jesus is going to come back you know when you know, the rapture is going to happen when God's going to, when he's going to come back for his people. But one of the ways, uh, or some of the ways that I would say in order to overcome depression and suicidal thoughts, first thing is as a preventative measure, you need to be reading your Bible. You need to be prayed up and you need to be praying. And it's not just regular prayers. You need to um, be doing spiritual warfare and um you know one of the things that my dad was talking about on his prayer line was you know praying and being able to pray with the anointed oil and things like that and um you need to be in your, your word you need to be prayed up because those are the two things that are necessary for a christian to survive it's almost as if if you're not putting fuel into you, you know your spirit that you have no way you have no way of fighting back the God's word is a weapon to fight against the enemy. Prayer is a weapon to fight against the enemy. And if you don't have those two things, there's no way that you're able to fight back. So if you're dealing with anxiety, if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, if you're dealing with depression, you have no way of fighting back because you don't have God's word in you. And you're not 
in constant communication with God. You need prayer because that is how you are filled with the Holy Spirit. That is how you are filled with the strength that you need to be able to fight back. And if you do not have those things, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So I would say, read your Bible. Second, I would say, make sure that you're praying. The third thing that I would say is you have to take action. You cannot be passive in any way. Passivity is something that needs to be get got gotten rid of. Okay, so for me, like I was experiencing depression. It really started in um, November of 2017. And it was like... The, a period of so until um june july of 2018 and then like june july of 2018 was kind of like the, the ending stages of it and then when august came around and there's a new school year and i was i was thinking about how bad the, the past school year was for me and i was like you know what? i really don't want to go into this new school year like this and um, I made a decision. I was like, something's got to be done. So I started reading my Bible. I started praying more. Then I started going to the gym. So for me, that was my other step of, of instead of being passive, to be active. I'm like, you know what? I'm not just going to sit here and um, be alone in my room, I need to go out and do something. So I started doing boxing. So just being active, um, exercise is something that's very important. It does release endorphins and things like that. So like you have your spiritual aspect, but you also have need this, the, the, the physical aspect too. Um, so number one was reading your Bible. Number two was praying. Number three was have some form of physical activity, some form of exercise, um, because that's going to help with the, the feelings of, of depression. The next thing, um, number four, is make sure that you're not isolating yourself. That is where the enemy, oh, the enemy, he loves when you're isolated from people and you're off in your room all by yourself. That's when he can spew all that nonsense and that garbage and those lies into your head is when you're isolated and you don't have, you're not surrounding yourself by other people. So isolation, when you're going through, you know, suicidal thoughts or depression is something that you should never you don't want to be in isolation and all by yourself all the time you need to be around people and then um so that for me I made sure to start getting out of my room start talking to my family start talking to my friends like and, and since I was going to the gym I was out of that isolation I was meeting different people and I think that the, the fifth thing is so the first two was um spiritually so reading your Bible and praying that the next two things was more like, um, physical and mental. So like physical, physically doing exercise and make sure you get it eating healthy. And then the mentally thing was not being in isolation because that messes with you mentally. And then the fifth thing would be surrounding yourself with positivity. So, for me, I started listening to a lot more podcasts. I started reading a lot more books. I was read, I was watching different videos uh, on YouTube, like uplifting videos, motivational speeches, things like that. So you need something that's surround yourself with things that are uplifting. Find different affirmations that you can uh, 
finding affirmations that you can probably like put up on your mirror, put up on your wall or something like that, that you can constantly repeat to yourself every single day. Um, you know, for me, like I would, you know, repeat different scriptures. Like I am, I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who is the head and not the tail above and not beneath. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I, I, I am, you know, just different affirmations or different scriptures that you, that you can find. I, I would like repeat stuff like, um, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Um, so just different scriptures are, are different inspirational things that you can repeat to yourself on a daily basis of finding different, um, podcasts that you can listen to that are very encouraging finding, um, maybe YouTube videos that you can watch that are motivational or inspirational, uh, th things like that. So I'm like, those are the, 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 the five main things that I would say are in, able to, to overcome in terms of suicidal that helped me those are the things that helped me um overcome suicidal thoughts and depression so i'm just going to repeat the last the, the five things and then that's kind of really how i'm going to end off the episode is uh number one is reading your bible number two is your making sure that you're staying prayed up number three is exercise and especially diet really did help me when i really did help me when i started exercising more going to the gym and eating better um i felt like in a happier state um the fourth thing was making sure that you're not in isolation do not stay isolated all up in your apartment or your room or by yourself all the time you need to be around people because when you're isolated that's when the devil that's when he works never you never want to stay in isolation and then the fifth thing is um to make sure that you're listening to uplifting things so like different podcasts youtube videos books whatever it is that you can surround yourself that is uplifting that's what you want to have in your life and i feel like those are the five things that really helped me when i was going through that hard time and those are the things that i try to make sure that i'm doing consistently to make sure that i'm taking the preventative measures to make sure that i i don't want to get into that situation again where i'm having those thoughts or where i'm going through depression and but I also want to make sure to say that, you know what, some it's something that many, many people like in this world are experiencing right now. But it's like they don't know how to combat it. And the worst case scenario is somebody taking their life. And that's not that's not something that you want. Um, you want to keep on living. God has a plan for every single person. You know, God says, I know the plans that I have for you. Um he wants to bless you like he wants he has a future for you god has a future for you and don't let the enemy rob and steal you of your joy and inheritance and your peace in jesus no i don't think so and that's all i really wanted to say and i hope you guys have enjoyed this week's episode i'm just gonna end it off in prayer and then i'm gonna say my goodbyes um so let's just pray real quick Father God, I come to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh Lord Jesus, I pray that you forgive us of our sins, creating us a clean heart, oh Lord, and renew the right spirit within us. I just thank you, oh Lord God, that in you we're able to overcome, that you're able to heal. I thank you, oh Lord God, that you're Jehovah Rapha, oh Lord God, in you. You said, oh Lord God, that you're able to heal and that you're able to restore. That's that's what Je being Jehovah Rapha means. And oh Lord God, I pray, oh Lord God, that anybody that's listening to this podcast that is suffering from suicidal thoughts, suffering from anxiety or depression um or any other mental issue oh lord god that that you know the enemy is coming at them with lies you know 
and telling them all these lies about themselves, oh Lord God, that goes against your word. Oh Lord Jesus Christ, let us pray, oh Lord God, that you envelop them and engulf them in your unconditional love, oh Lord Jesus Christ, for them to know, oh Lord God, that they are loved, oh Lord Jesus Christ. Oh Lord God, I just pray that you embrace them in your presence, oh Lord Jesus Christ, so that they know what your love is, oh Lord God. I just pray, oh Lord God, that you, you give them strength, oh Lord Jesus Christ, to keep on fighting and to never give up, oh Lord Jesus Christ. Because, oh Lord God, you have things planned for us, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. You have a purpose and a plan for us, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. And let us pray, O oh Lord God, that we just keep on fighting. Let us pray, O oh Lord God, you send your angels to encamp on about this. Pray, O oh Lord God, that you cover us on their blood, O oh Lord God, from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. I just pray that you keep us safe, O oh Lord God. I just pray that you put a hedge of protection around us, O oh Lord Jesus Christ. I just pray, O oh Lord God, for your peace that surpasses all understanding. I just pray that you give us clarity of mind, O oh Lord God. I just thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. Um, I really did enjoy having this conversation. I'm very happy that my my perspective has changed. And, you know, being able, being able to come from a different perspective. Because, you know, what, God has his ways of correcting his people. And he has his way of um, correcting me that knows, that works for me. It might not work for somebody else, but he has his way of correcting me and letting me know that, you know what, Mishka, I don't know if you're really right about this situation. You know, you probably need to, you need to change that. So I'm just grateful for that. But once again, this is Mishka. This has been the Simply Mishka podcast, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. Hey, you guys. It's Mishka, and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Simply Mishka podcast. I just wanted to let you know where you're able to um, find me on social media. On my Instagram, on my Facebook, on my Twitter, everything is Simply Mishka. S-I-M-P-L-Y-M-I-C-H-K-A. Absolutely everything is Simply Mishka. So if you ever wanted to um, go on my Instagram, go on my Twitter, go on my Facebook page to see what are the things that I'm really passionate about, what are the things that I really believe, that's where you can find me on my social media so i hope you guys have a awesome week and keep prayed up keep blessed up